Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Just fighting down, baby. Capita export value. Libraries. Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gold ass to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Welcome to another salacious and carbonated episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse Hurley, and with me always is the uh, very sweaty Reese Waters. Reese, say hello. Hi. I'm I'm currently uh, damp. <laughs> Moist. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey. Well, um, well welcome, dear listener, uh, to the show where Reese, a, uh, a, a Welsh immigrant... He loves politics, and I fucking hate politics, and he thinks that's hilarious and wants to teach me. There we go. That's all. Two years. It's fine. Two years this, and I still don't like this shit. So it's fine. You're having a good time. I'm having a good time. That's for any new people who might come in. And nah, just to say hi and just, let them know just, what's going we, on. We've kind of we've peaked. It's just the same. <laughs> um, did you did you see did you see my video? So you know, have you ever played the game um, 
it's a drinking game. Uh, what is it? It's it's never have I ever. Right. Have you? Do you know how to play that game? Yeah, you just say things you've never done. And, and but if the other person has done that thing, then per, that person has to drink. Okay. So if you know someone, you know, if you're like, if you're in a room and you want to be a dick and you're like, never have I ever cheated on my wife and someone, you know, cheated and they, and then they take a drink. You know what I mean? Like, so, that's pretty so mean. That it, well, it is mean, but it doesn't have to be so they might horrifying, be in therapy. horrifyingly mean. Yeah, or counseling. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's play never have I ever. I'll start. <clears throat> never have I ever run through a field. With a running chainsaw while a tree toppled down over top of me. Oh, I have. So. <laughs> Jesse's referring to the video you might have seen on social media where I nearly died. It was but insane, Reese. What is, the fuck? What else are you going to do on a Sunday with the kids? <laughs> so um, I want to just give a bit of backstory. I, before that video was taken, I had just uh, perfectly cut the tree next to it down it had fallen exactly where i wanted to do mm -hmm. no drama no running with chainsaws and then i was like great this worked so I, I did exactly the same thing again with the other tree but it was rotten and then it was just like i want to kill you reese and it <laughs> fell towards me and towards my house and also the, the that footage wasn't, yeah. wasn't a, a CCTV camera. It was my father-in-law, and he did not flinch as the tree was coming down towards no, me. No, I saw. It was really well... The, the video quality he was held, garbage. He held the, it was he like, held the was frame. Was it from 2003, or like, what the well, hell? He's, he's, in his, he's in his late 60s. I don't know what kind of uh, phone camera you'd expect someone to have. <laughs> like, so, hold on. Like, when you saw that the tree was toppling down on top of you, and you had a running chainsaw in your hand, what did you do with the chainsaw, Reese? I ran with a chainsaw on my... Yeah, but the thing is, when a tree's <laughs> falling down on top of you, I, I was only thinking about one thing. Yeah, the, the chainsaw wasn't running. The engine was running, but it was... It was uh, okay, thank it, God. It wasn't right. like going... In my hand. I don't know. The whole thing was very loud video, so like... That's just a loud... Yeah, I, I didn't... My ear protectors broke, so I was deaf for about two hours after. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um so yeah no i'm alive though i'm fine thanks thanks for, and thanks to all the people who left comments on how i should have done it uh, so i just kept replying going where were you yesterday <laughs> it was amazing like when i saw it i thought it was just like i thought it was one of those viral videos that like reese was like hey check this thing out Watch when man, i watched it i was like that's amazing stupid welshman dies <laughs> Twelve thousand hits or whatever so, <laughs> so anyway, we had a good time. It was amazing. It was and amazing. Then, and like, if, if you're listening to this and you want to see it, go check out our, uh, well, it's on our Instagram and our Twitter. Yeah. So just go and check out our Twitter and Instagram. And it's the only video with a man with a chainsaw and a tree in it. So it's very <laughs> it's pretty easy. amazing. And, and the, the screenshot, you know, the little placeholder image you have is me mid run. Somebody told me I had the reflexes of a cat, but, um, um, what, but one of those fat, like a three-legged drunk cat, one of those fat cats on the internet that go viral. Yeah, that sit, <laughs> that sit up like an old man. <laughs> so, uh, so enough. Of, I love how your father-in-law didn't didn't say, "Hey, look out!" He didn't say. No, he was like, "Finally, finally run, my Reece, daughter run. can marry like a lawyer or something." <laughs> 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 so anyway um yeah so do you want to do you want to do a content yeah we're good oh you're gonna like this one i'm okay. very excited about sharing this one with you have you ever heard of the candy bar war this is a canadian political thing 
This is a Canadian political story known as the Candy Bar War. No. Are you, are you intrigued? I mean, like, are you surprised that I haven't heard of it before? You find the weirdest fucking so, shit imaginable. The Candy Bar War, also known as the Candy Bar Protest, also known as the Five Cent War, or the Candy Bar Strike, or the Candy Bar, or the Chocolate Candy Bar Strike. It's got so many names. The Candy Bar War is the best one. Um, a I, w- I would like to, I would like to know, I'd like to apologize to our, our audience. My microphone broke and I had to, to find like a $30 microphone that was buried He's in the got basement. A pink Barbie, my first podcast mic. Well, I mean, pretty much, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> if the quality of the mighty audio, Reese says he's going to fix it up, and Reese is pretty good with audio. But just in case it's not the quality y- you guys are used to, I do want to apologize. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a new mic soon. So, yeah, yeah. So, so that'll be probably for next next couple of two or three. You say that. You said that last time it didn't happen. So you just no, don't just, care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Candy Bar Wars, go. So April the 25th, 1947, the manufacturers of Canadian chocolate bars up the price. From this is 87? 47. 47. 1947. From 5 cents to 8 cents, which was 60%. Jesus, that's quite a jump. Yeah. And we can all relate to that today. Food suddenly going up in price. Uh, yeah. One, Not one that much. Bit. Not 60% fucking jump. That's I insane. I, I went to a drive through I got 10 Timbits. They were like, that's a million dollars. So... <laughs> okay yeah so i still have five so <laughs> uh, so the, the reason the reason for the price hike was um because the wartime subsidies on food had just ended and the cost of milk cocoa beans and sugar which all mixed together to make chocolate bars had gone up um also the the, the manufacturers said they'd had issues with the cocoa bean supply because there was a disease attacking plants in west africa um so there were less beans available um, so, uh, and also they, they said, um, that a lot of the, a lot of the, well, it was just a lot of issues. They were making up a lot of excuses for why the price was going up, but this was across the whole industry. They all just raised their prices. Um, so on April the 25th, 1947 in Ladysmith, British Columbia, a group of children were going to a place called the Wigwam Cafe, which was a, uh, a local confectionery and lunch counter. And they discovered the chocolate bar had gone up by 60% overnight with no advance warning. And the children... So <laughs> no advanced warning. No advance warning. Yeah, I didn't get a text or anything. So... So what, send out flyers. Yeah. What would what would you do if you were a kid and you realized the price of chocolate had gone up? Kids these days don't give a shit. But like back then, they, they, were, they were insane. It was a big deal. They were very angry. So I've got some audio clips of um, from some kids who were part of this very first uh, moment and hold so this, this basically hold on wait 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 i you fucking how do you find this shit there's a documentary you, about it on youtube i just grabbed some audio clips yeah this is insane i'm not some kind of wizard well you are you are oh, kind of some okay. kind of wizard man this is <laughs> <laughs> you're very easily impressed so the the so, because because most children earned uh, only a dollar in allowance, it was it meant that their their ability to pump themselves full of sugar was decreased. So they were, mm. you know, those sugar junkies were angry. So um, I'll play you some clips of what they did. So okay. this, this is this is this is them finding out. This day we went down, and uh, usually if you had a nickel, you could buy a bottle of pop, uh, ice cream cone, or a chocolate bar. And all of a sudden, we went in and bango, chocolate bars, eight cents. 
And that just hit us like a, something, a slap in the face. We just couldn't understand this. Going up to eight cents constrained our finances to the limit that we, uh, it was getting beyond what we could actually handle at the age that we were at our ages, you know. I think I said, it could have been somebody else, but I think I said, well, we should protest this. So we made some placards, and somehow we got back down to the wigwam, which was an ice cream parlor like you see on TV of 50 years ago. And we picketed that, much to the disgust of the owner. Made a hell of a lot of noise, and uh, uh, people probably laughed at these kids were stirring up a row for nothing. I would guess there would have been probably 30 kids in the parade. But it seemed a big crowd to us at the time, that uh, we were well supported by our own group. Everything was uh, a very high-keyed uh, uh, and a lot of kids. There was a lot of signs. There we go. <laughs> okay, so first off, there's... You said... Yeah. I'm fairly certain you said, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you said you found recordings of children. No, no, they, they were former this. children who are now adults. Well, yes, that's what adults are. <laughs> you just call them adults. You don't call them no, they were kids, former children. Kids who were at the protest, <laughs> and then they interviewed them in the 90s. Oh, oh I didn't hear you the expected, last part. Yeah, those kids sound really ill. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with these children. <laughs> so, I thought you had recordings from 1940s from no. the kids themselves. I was like, that's why I was so like blown away by your research. I was like, holy shit, where no, no, are you finding a, audio recordings on from, from the 1940s? From the actual fucking children. I that's thought you crazy. were easily impressed. No, you were just you just found recordings of people who used to be children. That's everybody, yeah. Reese. That is literally everybody. But they, okay. they tracked down the right kids. <laughs> I mean, that's hats off to the documentary makers. They found the kids who did the first protest in nineteen forty seven. That's true. <laughs> I didn't. There's there's something wrong with these kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something very sickly. <laughs> so, um, so they they started to boycott boycott chocolate bars um and they started driving around in a 1923 buick chanting i don't think they were driving and they must have got a, a an older kid we want five cent chocolate bars <laughs> eight cents is too damn far we want a five cent chocolate bar or we want a five cent chocolate bar um so, <laughs> so every, every for three days like you added i like how you added in that little inflection that was, chocolate, that was needed chocolate bar um so for three days they protested during their lunch hour um and can it, you can you hold on? Can you chant it again? But this time, add some a flurry of swear words. Just want to make it more realistic. We want a five cent chocolate bar. You fuckers have gone too far. <coughs> we want a five cent chocolate bar. Oh fuck off! <coughs> How's that? You have to rhyme the last part. Bar. <laughs> <laughs> If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, so they pro- they protested for, <laughs> f- during the lunch break for three days, and then it got no- local and national publications. And don't forget, this was like a national thing, so the the price had gone up all across the country. So it's these strikes started to spring up all across the whole country. So um, oh, wow! In Br- in Br- Victoria, two hundred children marched on the provincial legislature and uh, closed it down. Um, in Edmonton. What? Yeah, and they, they essentially like blocked it all off, so they shut down operation for the day. Edmonton, 300 children held a buyer's strike and boycotted uh, the chocolate bars. In Ottawa, a group of 10 buglers led 60 children on a march to Parliament Hill. In Toronto, 500 teenagers from different high school high schools marched down Bloor Street. Um, and then uh, other demonstrations happened in Burnaby, Winnipeg, Montreal, Calgary, Quebec City, and in, uh, all across the Maritimes as well. Um, and in some cases, police were called to break up the demonstrations. <laughs> oh, kids. my God. <laughs> um, wow. And, and then 300 children pledged to boycott chocolate bars until they returned to the original price. And sales dropped 80%. Uh, it, in, it, this was a sample from Winnipeg candy stores. Well, they couldn't, the sales couldn't have dropped 80% from 300 people. Like no, no, but these were just people protesting. But kids, just because you weren't at the protest, doesn't mean that kids right. Watching so, the so news. in other words, the the news got around to it. Yeah, yeah. They, the, the boycott exactly. done. It wasn't just like couldn't just have been three hundred like news of three hundred three hundred kids in Canada had to be sure. had yeah, to be. yeah yeah yeah. So um, the sales dropped eight percent in one Winnipeg store. They didn't sell anything at all one day. Wow. Um, and then also, um, they were being supported by their parents who brought them protest signs, snacks, and stood there in support. Um, and uh, parents were like supportive of the kids. Um, community groups were involved. Um, it seemed like it wasn't just chocolate. Like it, this chocolate, the chocolate bars became a symbol of the cost of food going up across the board for a lot of Canadians who weren't just kids. Um, they obviously former children, but at the time they were adults, um, which I know confuses you. So they. Um, <laughs> I think it confuses you. So price, you know, like prices are going up now. It was like, imagine it was like, it was a, it was a, um, the result of, uh, it was a popular, you know, protest with the kids. Oh, they're cute. Look, they're standing up for their democratic rights. And also the bigger meaning was, Hey, prices are going up for everything, but this is one that we can all kind of support and get on board with. Okay. So, um, which I, I can't, it's a great kind of protest. I like protests in like started by kids and run by kids. I think it's great. <laughs> but as you can imagine, you, okay, what's, what's the, what's the economic system we live in though, Jesse? Capitalism. So do, who's good, who's going to win in, in a fight between capitalism? Is that an economic system? I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm Whatever. Not, I'm not an economist. Um, who's, who's going to win between capitalism and children? Who do you think is going to win in that fight? Uh, so... Children One versus- is a group of actual human beings. The other is a concept. Yeah. Um, okay. So, ah, 
it's like asking, you know, who's going to win a gallon of seawater or triangles, you know, like, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so the chocolate bar manufacturers decided to fight back and they had the benefit of PR companies and a marketing and millions of dollars. And millions of dollars, yeah. So Roundtree's I think I think so so you know, so if the question is who's going to win this fight, the 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 children protesting versus the mega cho- big big mega, chocolate, big chocolate. Big chocolate. <laughs> I would, you know, big like common sense would say big chocolate but for the sake of the story versus all I want, the children in the country yeah i want i want all the children i want want them to win i want them to win i want them to win for the oh, story so i'm gonna say i'm gonna bet the children that's what put i'm gonna put money on the kids okay cool i'm gonna put my money in the kids so um uh, round trees published an open letter in canadian newspapers saying why you pay eight cents for a round tree chocolate bar and then <clears throat> Uh, a few di- five days later, Willard's Chocolates published something similar in in the Toronto Star, saying chocolate bar, five cent chocolate bars just aren't possible anymore. Where are they publishing these? In major newspapers, right? Where they know these children are reading. Where they know the parents are reading. Because to be honest, if we can get the parents to tell their kids to shut up, then it'll go away. Um, and just uh-huh. go away, you just because that always works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and also, they were they they would have spokespeople on CBC Radio as well, and this all failed. Um, of course, so, it did. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then they started to get, so they, they were like, oh, great. Well, let's compare the price of a chocolate bar in Canada to the United States. And they were slightly more expensive uh, in the United States. They paid up to 10 cents for chocolate. So they came, claimed Canadian kids had it good at eight, eight cents, um, which also didn't work. But then the, the, the manufacturers managed to find a, uh, uh, a way of lying about the strike that worked. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, they were just like, well, we're, we're being honest. We're giving them facts and information. So we're not going to beat this by being honest and sharing the information. So let's just lie about the about it. Oh, my God. What did they say? So at the time, communism was a thing. It was growing. The, you know, World War II was over. The Cold War had started. We covered the right. Cold War extensively. So it came to an end. So the Toronto T- Evening Telegram published a story with the headline, Red Scene Duping Youth into Eight Cent Bar Campaign. So an anonymous tipster had approached the publication saying that the um, National Federation of Youth La- of Labour Youth, which was just one of the community organizations kind of supporting it, was basically um, backed by communism and uh, was aligning itself. Hold on, what? They said that one of the community organizations supporting the kids was um, backed by communism and they were recruiting children for uh, to further its communist agenda. Oh, wow. They sunk fucking low. And then, oh so the quote God. was, chocolate bars, chocolate bars on a world revolution may seem poles apart, but to the devious communist mind, there is a close relationship. They don't realize it, but the indignant students parading with their placards, demanding a five cent candy bar, have become another instrument in the communist grand strategy of chaos. Wow. I uh, fucking hate corporations so much. Like... Just adding fuel to the fire, man. Like, holy shit. That's amazing. So the financial- How low can they fucking stoop? So the Financial Post followed up the Toronto Evening Telegram article with uh, one that headlined, Communists run candy bar strike, recruit young children for parade. Um, and even though there was no evidence, and ne- no evidence was ever found, it, it worked. So because of their fear of being associated with communism at the time, uh, parents just shut their mouths and stopped supporting it. And the chocolate bars, the price of chocolate bars remained at eight cents. 
Amazing. So the children lost. That's fucking, that sucks. I've, and, and, and they were just kind of baffled by it because a lot of the kids were like, oh no, we, it started in Ladysmith, British Columbia with those first kids who started that protest. Um, so uh, Parker Williams, one of the leaders of the original one said that it was just spontaneous and it was never kind of, um, they, they just, they just, they didn't, they just realized they didn't have to accept the increase of increased price of a chocolate bar and that they had the power to protest and they wanted to exercise it. And it was nothing to do with anything apart from that. Um, so there we go. Uh, kids exercising, kids getting involved in politics and activism, getting silenced by, uh, by large companies. So hold on. Th- that doesn't mean that they have to buy them. There's this, there was this huge, like, uh, but everyone was afraid to protest because they were being called communists and they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, you know, no one really wanted to be tarred with that brush at the time. So because the newspapers were saying it, people were like, oh God, maybe there is, co- I've heard this communism involved. And people were like, no, 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 because it was they were cracking down on it at the time. So the kids just went and bought just the as kids much. Were like, Sorry, kids, you're just going to have less chocolate. And, wow. And less chocolate, but at least we're not communists. So. <laughs> what? So can you can you uh, please name some of these chocolate bar companies that got involved in this communist lie? <laughs> um, it was. I think they were doing it through proxies. So I imagine they were asking. Like um, like an anonymous tipster, or they would pay um, people with columns in newspapers to do opinion pieces and things. So I imagine they were probably like it was through PR and communications people to try and. But a lot it was Round Trees was one of them. Round um, Trees, thank you. Who else? Uh, <laughs> you you starting your own boycott boycott now? <laughs> the people who made these decisions are dead. I'm pretty sure. So you're just going to punish the sins of the father reese the sins of the father (laughs) name them who else uh i can't remember the name of the other you've got them right in front of you who are they you're gonna go and jesse's gonna go and protest now um where are they i don't know i'll I'll, I'll 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 text you later don't text me tell our audience we've got thousands Uh, of people so <laughs> let's have a little, oh, little willards roundtree chocolate bar and willards those are the two companies i can find willards yeah okay i've never heard of willards maybe they went out of business yeah <laughs> um, so anyway that's how that's how big willards chocolate defeated chocolate the aspirations of children oh willards chocolate archives the vintage inn all right so that's they're no longer no all right so, yeah. who's the other one this is round trees round trees chocolate I think they're still around. Roundtree, W-R-O-W-N-T-R-E-E. Yeah. Are they also, are they, are they still going? I don't know. This is not, you, this is, 1988, defunct. <laughs> so were the kids won in the end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, oh, fell, they fell roughly the same time as communism, which is ironic. Oh, wait. No, they didn't. They're not, they're not defunct. Roundtree. Oh, oh, oh this is, it gets even better. Roundtree was acquired by Nestle in 1988. Oh. Nestle is evil as fuck. They were like, we, we like the cut of your jib. We're going to buy you. <laughs> right? <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's... Like, how weird is that? Like, one evil chocolate corporation buys up another evil yeah, chocolate. one evil one... giant fish gobbles up another one. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I just did some research and taught you something. How do you like yeah, that, Reese? Thank you. Thanks for... You're welcome. You so go. you've Two now years. got to boycott all Nestle products. I mean, people are already doing that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, this is just this is fuel for the fire, to be honest. Yeah. God, yeah. Nestle yeah, cool. and fucking Monsanto. Monsanto? Monsanto. Monsanto? 
I don't know yeah. how to pronounce it. They're fucking just horrifying, horrifying evil. But, you know, that's a different I story. That, I mean, they're evil, but on the other hand, Kit Kats, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an anarchist. Do you know what? I don't, I don't snap Kit Kats in, into the little fingers and eat the little fingers. I bite in half the wrong way. Just, just like to, sideways. Just to, just to freak people out. Not even lengthwise. Just like, no, no, no. Just, <laughs> diagonal, not in line with the, how they're supposed to be. That's my. That's that's how I protest, Nestle. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. So anyway, um, everyone, uh, if you've enjoyed this, then we've got a wonderful um, premium episode behind the paywall. That if you like this show and you want to support us, you go to patreon.com forward slash Canadian politics is boring. Um, tell them about the episode we did that's coming out. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's actually, it's actually kind of fucking amazing. <laughs> like it's actually, it's amazing. I love, I love our Patreon shows. I love them so much because Reese finds, you think Reese finds weird shit for, for our main uh, stream, our Patreon stream, he find, I don't know where he finds this, finds this stuff. Anyway, he, we just recorded it. <laughs> I was like on the fucking edge of my seat the whole time. I'm not kidding. I really was. Uh, I don't want to give it away, but uh, <laughs> passenger airline in the 80s, <laughs> we're flying from uh, Ottawa to Winnipeg, somewhere far away, far away. <laughs> very long flight and they had they thought they had enough fuel i'll, I'll leave it at that <laughs> you've got to hear this fucking story it's just it's insane i'm not saying this just because we want patrons we do want patrons of course we love we love people supporting the show and we want people to help out and but this is this is a fucking amazing story <laughs> it oh, really is, cool. so, uh, well anyway patreon.com slash canadian politics is boring and by this point by the way you have access to like everything we've done since we've started patreon so it's, it's like a fairly large archive of crazy fucking stories yeah yeah we've got we've got a bunch of stuff on there I, I totally like yeah we've got um well i the, All the, the many X. escapes of Ernest cashel if you remember that one We've got Win Winnipeg's Flying Bandit, and we've also got Who Ate Jumbo, along with this new one. Oh my um, god, so good. It was the, so good, man. The Wafakak <laughs> episodes that, that were behind the paywall, there's a ton of those. Um, and also, Reese loves doing Wafakak. And also a link to my, I've actually posted my secret podcast. Oh yeah, the Commuter Chronicles. <laughs> uh, that, that is on there, there's a link to it, which is hard to find. <laughs> it's the best. Before we did this, Reese, Reese and I both worked for this company that shall remain nameless, but we uh, did not enjoy ourselves, and uh, Reese was going a little insane, and so he started a podcast on his commute to work in his car, and he would talk about, um, like, finding little secret nooks uh, inside of work that his boss couldn't find him in, that he could just kind of <laughs> go put his feet up and <laughs> and escape the horrors of the day. Anyway, that's enough. Uh, that's enough selling you. Uh, but uh, yeah, our patrons that we have are very happy, and we'd love to. We'd love yeah. to invite more in. So because yeah. that's that's cool. your call to action. That's an actual. That is. That, the, that's a, a thorough call, call to action. action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check it out. It's literally. It's the cheapest thing you'll ever buy. You know. <laughs> It's the cheapest thing you'll ever buy. It costs hardly anything. It's like $7.50 a month. and You are quite a salesman, Reese. And all your dreams come true for that little. It's like finding a, a, a Rolex in Dollarama. I thought you were going to say it's like finding a Rolex in dog shit. I don't know why my mind Plus, went yeah. there. Well, I, I prefer Dollarama for the mental image, but yours is funnier. So... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
We'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>